Welcome to the Steve Reads His Post podcast. For those of you who are too busy or too lazy to actually read my post, I've taken on the huge effort of reading them to you. Enjoy. Power Platform, the uncommon data service. Fresh from a week of drinking from the fire hose at the Microsoft MVP Summit, several things became quite apparent to me. MVPs like to drink, and the common data service is anything but common. It will continue indefinitely. It seems that whenever Microsoft announces a new way to do something, they are hesitant to say the old way will be eliminated. We have no plans to deprecate the old way in the foreseeable future. In reality, they can't wait to pull the plug on a whole slew of inefficient or misaligned things, but they can't grab their customers' legs and swing them back and forth like rag dolls either. Or can they? One version. It's no secret that Microsoft is in the final stages of snapping all online customers onto a single version of the product. With rare exception, most of us are already there, whether you knew that or not. This is the best place for Microsoft to have us, and for 99.9% .9 of us, it's the best place for us to be. Why is that not as scary as it sounds to people who are slow movers? Because the old things that have been replaced by new things are still there. When will they be removed? ITFOT I can't remember exactly how long ago it was that I heard Ryan Cunningham say in response to a question from an audience that something will happen in the fullness of time. I can distinctly remember trying to deconstruct that phrase. Was it a month? A year? A decade? It was such a brilliant response, I adopted it for use with my wife and kids. When my wife asked when we could get a puppy, I replied, in the fullness of time, with a wry smile. Turns out, it equals exactly three days. Chunks of Fullness One of the awesome things about being an MVP that I share with my fellow MVPs is the ability to see into the future, in chunks. The fuzziest chunk is the two to five years out chunk. As MVPs, there's an expectation that we're all smart enough to get it. So, of course, we all nod knowingly as we are being exposed to the distant future state. In reality, our brains are all scrambling between excited and terrified as we try to wrap our heads around things that we never thought about. I'm pretty sure the team knows this, as there seems to be the occasional unnecessary long pause for effect. I did take a look around the room for a two-way mirror that the team might be cracking up behind, but did not see one. It is reassuring as a partner to know that the team is thinking that far out, but in today's world, two years is a long damn time. The aw yay chunks. The upcoming release versus the one after that. Let's face it, at any point in time, there is an upcoming release. As soon as it lands, the next release is now the upcoming release every six months. As a partner, your highest focus is always on the upcoming release. As a partner, you are or should be in a continuous state of preparation. If you're not, you'll be replaced by one who is. It seems Darwin was correct. As we're being presented with things that will be in the upcoming releases versus what got pushed to the next one, it's an odd mix of awes and yays. Since the release notes are now released 90 days before the release, there is a three-month window for surprises. The best surprise is that stretch goal that was not listed in the notes that suddenly appears. 
Of course, there's also that occasional listed item that lands, but not exactly as we hoped. Yet all clearly within the doctrine of ITFOT. Preparation Test The most critical chunk is actually the present, which not that long ago was a future chunk also, but now that chunk has landed. If it was a new way, then it landed next to the historical way chunk. If it was a new thing, it landed by itself. Even though we may have known it was coming and had time to test, play, and prepare for it, often we're still caught unaware, like we forgot. It's like sobering up real fast when the blue lights flash behind you and your customer asks, Hey, what's this new button do? No more ragdolls. I wrote an ISV-focused post a while back on Ryan's Five Things. This was based on a response from the business application's chief traffic cop, Ryan Jones, when asked what ISV should focus on. Turns out it was from his own playbook for how Microsoft is running the platform today. Ryan and his team may be the most important cog in the entire business applications team. Their job is not coming up with the newest whiz-bang feature, rather their job is making sure it will work efficiently and reliably for end customers once it launches. I get the feeling that Ryan says no a lot. This was not the case in the not-too-distant past. Less than two years ago, I wrote about what seemed like a strategy of punching customers in the face, a strategy Ryan has clearly obliterated. Common Data Service Okay, so I know I veered off the topic quite a bit, and I don't want to be accused of link-baiting. So this common data service thing? Yeah, it's pretty big. I'll unpack it in a future post, but now I need to prepare for another week of firehose drinking at the Partner Advisory Council meetings. Now can I go home?